point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Good Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. That was a good warm up. Thank you. That was like um, pitch perfect. <laughs> yes. But not. But not pitch imperfect. <laughs> Thank you. Pitchy perfect. Off pitch perfect. Off pitch. <laughs> Starring. Starring. Are we Judith are Gold. We, are, okay. Well, you know, I have been very depressed very what, what, whatever about judith um just like i got these shoes in the mail i, I got i ordered shoes this is true but it's not in what the I'm like like long tall online. sally yeah long tall and sally. that's a specialty retailer for women with unusually large foot sizes and they have jeans and tall women right it's called long tall sally it's now in the uk it's a great name and there are probably tall women all over the world. Why is it not here? It was in Massachusetts. Right. Uh, it was called Barefoot Tess. And then mm, they don't bought like that it. Name. Yeah, then they bought it. No. And now it's in Long, the UK. Long, tall Sally. But I got a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And... Is this going to get interesting anytime yes. soon? And I took them out of the box. <laughs> uh-huh. And I noticed on the heel there was a... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the greatest days of my life because our guest here on Kill Me Now is Carson Kressler! Oh, no, 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 yes. sit down. No, the studio is going oh, my God. No, no, no. Carson, I am so excited you're here. Oh, my gosh. And I'm you're so, queer. I was so enjoying your story about your oversized shoes. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. The Can you believe depression? that the, the heel was a little used? Oh, wait, so you received the shoes and they had been worn. Definitely, yeah. What? I, I noticed the back and I looked on both and they were both worn in the same sort really? of area. That's unbelievable. I recently mm-hmm. bought a pair of really nice Gucci loafers at Neiman's in LA and they were slightly, they had been tried on, so they were creased across the top. Right. And I immediately said, I would love to buy these, but I just can't because they've they have some wear and tear. And they nicely said, we're going to give you 15% off. And I said, I'll take them. Nice. So I suggest. Wait, which part of that story am I I supposed to be more annoyed at? I suggest you call Long Tall Sally's. (laughs) I am calling Long Tall Sally's. And give her an earful and say. And I'm going to say, may I I speak with (laughs) Sally? May I speak with With Sally, the Long Tall one? Uh, And yes, hello? Hello? Did you have a problem with my shoes? (laughs) Uh, Yes. Um. all right. Anyway, no, you're not. You're you, and oh, I'm right. Sally. Right. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> this is called acting. Yes, yes we do this a lot no on the show. No wonder they only did that Muppet show of yours for one day. <laughs> it's on the same day as our True Colors thing. You yeah, idiot. I saw that. How are you going to manage that? I don't know. One's at three o'clock. Yeah. And the other one's at what? Seven or eight? Oh my God, Becky, you can totally do that. Like, if you get your dad to drive us over there, uh, and he could pick us up at the Glendale oh Galleria, God. they could take us there by three o'clock. And then we could even, like, maybe go to CPK if you want. I love CPK. I do too. Uh-huh. Carson? Yes, Judith? I love you! I love you too. I know. Um, Carson Kressley. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you have a new book out. Well, I do. Ev- everyone knows you. I mean, they know you from Queer Eye. That's where you began. Sure, yes. Your, your, and then... My meteoric rise to mediocrity began <laughs> right, there. Right. Uh, off the cuff book? I, yeah, I have four books. Four books. One New York Times bestseller. Nasty. Working on making it two. Uh, and, the, and you're uh, different, and that's super. Yeah, that's it's a, a kid's, kid's book. Kid's book. Love it. Um, does super... this book make my ass butt look big? Big, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, I wrote in. No, not, that wasn't a yes, that it does. Um, <laughs> no, I have the, ugh. No. Um, um, I should have brought you the book. I don't, I'm going to send it to you. I know. I'm an idiot. I can't. Am I getting invited to the Christmas party? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I just mouthed the date. Not that anybody listening would come and yeah. like, um, but yeah. He and, just mouthed um, Tennessee's not invited. Invited. Right. So um, they don't have trans people. Carson's very against trans people. Of course oh, I do. Me too. I know. I'm kidding. So um, Carson, I should wish you a happy birthday. Mine oh, was four you. days after yours. No thank way. You're you the so 15th. Much. Yes. And you're the 11th. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're so welcome. I'm much older than you. I know. Fuck you. <laughs> You're such an ass, Allison. Isn't he an ass? Does I'm, Allison just like like kiss Allison her ass? Allison loves me. Yeah. Is this a security camera? It's a security camera. Okay. Just um, if anything happens in here, it's going to be recorded. So don't try anything, Judith. Uh, Carson. <laughs> yes. Carry on. Um, I loved reading about your life. Oh uh, gosh. And you know that you know you were born in. Uh, Allentown, but you lived in Orfield, yes, Pennsylvania. Yes. This well, is starting to sound like a police but, interrogation. Yeah, uh, I know that you know that where you were born. But, did but you, I was wondering if yes. they called it like, oh, you're from Orlfield. No. They didn't? No. It was it's basically like, like there's there was no like, you know, one part wasn't better than the other. It was all just kind of Allentown suburbs. Because they're living here in Allentown. Oh, wait, we can't sing that, right? No. We don't have clearance on that. It was one fucking verse. Can we get clearance, You're not cutting please? it out. I, we'll have to call Billy Joel. So oh. we can, can we, all right. So um, your father was a uh, car salesman? Yeah, car and, dealer, yeah. Yeah, car yeah. dealer. Yeah. What kind of cars? Chrysler, Plymouth, Jeep, and Eagle, but I don't think they even make Eagles anymore. No, remember the and Jeep was Eagle? Like a, yeah, it was like an AMC. Like right. I know a lot about cars because I grew up like in the biz. Um, and Eagle was like there was originally AMC, which had started out as Nash or something, then right. it turned to AMC, and then they turned that brand into Eagle. But now the Eagle has landed. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, your mother was a homemaker and a politician. Like she right, was yeah, like a township. Uh, secretary or something like local township official yes oh my god yeah and you there's a story that the (laughs) what like I can just so see this the Uh police were driving behind your father to go to these dealerships or something yeah we would on the weekends like when your father is a car dealer what you do is you drive around other car lots and see what their inventory is right I hated it. Right. So we would be in the back seat and we would always have like some kind of like big giant something or other from the 70s, like a Ford LTD. Right. And we were driving through like another car dealer like after dinner one night, like on a Friday or Saturday. So maybe it was like eight o'clock or nine, but it was dark. 
and there was like a policeman parked in there, like I guess like watching for people who steal cars. And I popped up in the back and I started waving my hands furiously in the back window of the car, right. pointing at my face, saying, mouthing, help me, help me. <laughs> like I had been um, kidnapped Abducted, right. because it seemed like interesting and fun and like a TV show. <laughs> and we actually got pulled over. That way. And the officer's like, uh, what's going on with the child in the back? And they're like, oh, now what? <laughs> and like literally the police like. Nowadays, both of my parents would have been hauled off to like right, the right, station. Right, right. I would have been taken into child protective services. Right, right, right. And they would have asked questions. But they're like, my dad's like, oh, is he acting up again? Carson. Wait till we get home. Did they call you Carson? Um, yeah. All right. And uh, and the police were like, okay, um, good luck with him. Um, so it was, that was, yeah, I think I that was that. not a good night. Now, uh your grandparents lived close by. They lived next door. Next door and raised ponies. Yeah, they had a pony farm. And it was, um, they had 200 ponies. Wow. And there was like a big giant field next to my house. It was like maybe 50 acres and there was like 200 ponies and I could just jump in there and like ride whatever I wanted. <gasps> and I would, um, when it was time for them to eat, you know, they'd all like gather around this gigantic right. trough and I would sit in there. It was all smooth because they had been licking you know, right. the metal was all, and it was basically, it was like the opening of an after school special. It was right. like huh. me, like nine years old, gay. in a hay trough, gay, hanging out with my, my pony friends. Now, yeah. was there one particular pony that you were just smitten for? Yeah. I did have my favorites. Really? And Trigger, Sparky. Did you ever touch their genitalia? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> we heard different. From, um, did Sparky call in yes. the show? Mash. He's on the line now. He's 32 but, years old. Hello, Sparky. It's just a lot of um, stomping <laughs> like Mr. I remember Ed. when you didn't you touched my penis and my balls. Okay. <laughs> it's a family show, Judy. It's a family show. So, um, you, you know, I mean, I could talk about your equestrian background. Right. And that you uh, are a World Cup saddle seat world champion. Um, you, are US a re- world. you are really digging. Dig, 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 dig. Carson, I miss you. And you won a world championship in 2009. I did. I've won a couple more since then, but I haven't have? updated that. Yeah. So what does that entail in, you know? Oh, um... You know, competing with horses. I mean, it's 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 you and is your. Is it like the the you know dog show kind of thing? I don't think it's as um in. Oh God, I'm gonna offend people. It's it's uh, uh horse people. I think are a little different than how dog about how people. You'll say the meanest things to me, right? And then you're like, oh, well, I'll I don't offend want to people. Anybody. I walk in, I have my red coat on. He's like, oh, I thought the Muppet Show was last week. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I mean. And it's then you're like, I, oh, I'm going to offend it's someone. because I adore you. Yeah. Okay, so you go yes. in with your pony. Oh, so you 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 know you present your horse. You're riding it, which is not you know the dog thing is they're leading right. them. Right. And um, it's about you know how you present. It's about how the horse moves. It's about their gates. It's about their manners. It's about their turnout. It's about what right. you're wearing. Oh God, that's um, why you always win because you're dressing yourself. Well, not always. There's some people who you know beat me a lot, but okay. Uh, but how do you pick the horse you're gonna? Oh, like, how do you find a prospect? 
Yeah, like yeah. which one are you going to pick? Like how do you oh, know which one you're going to pick? I go for it's about ones that have nice quality, that have the right temperament, that have um that are like good looking. Like the president elect. Right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Good looking. We'll go with right. that. Now, uh do you ever think like one horse knows the other horse got picked and Yes. You do. And sometimes they get mad. Is that true? Like if my horse is used to winning a lot and like when you win, you get to go first and right. they call your name out and you go and get your photo taken right. and then you stay and do a victory lap. Sometimes my horse would be like, wait, we did not win. just win. We didn't win. What? No and way. And he'll actually look around with his neck and look back at me. And I'm like, dude. You know, no. you fucked it up. Yeah. It's all your fault. Uh, Is that true? So I looked funny. great. <laughs> no way. Do they really know? Yeah, they know. They're actually, you know, people say horses aren't that smart because their brain is the size of a walnut, but they're wildly intuitive. Right. Um, and they're so good at, like, um, sensing emotion. Like, they know when you're stressed. They know when, like, you know, that old thing, you know, if, if they feel like you're nervous, they're going to sense that. It's totally true. A lot and of people with autism. Very with intuitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of um, A lot of sex addicts will. like uh, um, Anthony Weiner. trying to be serious Anthony Weiner's doing equestrian sex addiction bullshit. What? Crap. Yes, he's in equestrian therapy. That sounds Allison, ridiculous. is he? It is true. He's in equestrian therapy for his sex addiction. Ever since he saw huh. Equus. No, but right. I think it's that would work for women going through sex therapy. You know, riding horses. Right, right. Because then they can have sex. <laughs> right. You know, or feel like they're having sex while they're going through. Right. That's what I've heard. I don't know what that's yes. like. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. It's like bicycle Did you, riding. Have you ever ridden a horse, Judy? Yes, I have. I was in a movie with Glenn Close. Right. And I had to ride a horse. I played a woman disguised You're like, as I a man. The, I, oh, what? that's unusual. Hi, Judy. It's your agent. We have something you're perfect for. Now, it's a woman disguised as a man who then goes back to be a woman. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's for lifetime. Yeah. Oxygen. So um, they're not now. They don't have a budget to pay you, but they will fly you to Vancouver. You're a local. You can work here as a local. Pay for no, they won't fly you. Act Canadian. Um, um, and try to say things like "hoose" and "project," project, (laughs) and um, we'll get you this job, eh? Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, so you are this young gay gay child. Yes. You were gay, 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 gay. Super gay. Your seventh grade, uh, your second grade picture. Yes. You're wearing, what is it, paisley pants? Paisley underoos. Underoos. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And, um... You, Judy's looking at her copious yeah, notes about I my wrote, life. I wrote about your, There's little your pictures outfit. drawn. Uh-uh. You had a floral pink shirt. Yes. Corduroy vest and yes. matching pants. Yes. Nice. Paisley underoos and you painted your nails. I did. I love you. Uh-huh. Where did you hear that? I read it. Oh, you read it. Yeah, oh, I read it. in my book. So, Does this book make my butt look big? Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and any place you buy fine books. I'm gonna go buy it at Barnes and Noble. You know what? You I'm should fucking send give you it to one. me after the shit I'm I put up with. Give it to you when you right. come to my house for my holiday soiree on December second so. or third. What's the day that you're working? Uh, the third. Yeah. Oh, that's when it is. <laughs> okay. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. You're working that night too, you asshole. Oh, that's right. I'm doing the same um, show. So you sit your parents. To, you told them. Oh, my coming out story. Yeah. yeah I said. You, I, you, you know, were I was seven. like, Mom, Dad, sit down. Um, I was like, 
I'm gay. And of course they like bristled and got weird. And then my mom just like piped up. She's like, well, let's see how second grade goes. Um, you know, it might just be a phase. I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but when you would go to school. Right. And get bullied. Of as course. we all did. Yes. Um, they called me Lovey Howell. Oh, on the from the bus from, from Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's better than I had fun outfits. Well, right. she was amazing. She was yeah. so great, and I was kind of like, and thank you. I know. Yeah. I got Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and Orca. Right, which were also very hot. You know, the Bigfoot was very big in the seventies. It was, it was. You were on trend. When I st- when I hear that, <laughs> yeah. when I hear someone say Bigfoot, it still makes you kind of like, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Um. Okay, and. Then you would go home to your horses, your right. ponies. Would yes. they know when when Carson was sad and when? Uh, I don't know if they were, knew that, but I would just hang out with them. So it was just like good. Did therapy. you talk with them? So uh, you're the first person probably. to benefit. From, from equestrian therapy. therapy, yeah. I wish Wiener the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, your mother was a beauty queen. Yes, yeah, she was. She was Miss Milkmaid. She in was Miss Milkmaid. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. I think yeah. you, you're really good. You're like a. This is like SVU special yes, victims this unit. Is, this is your life. life. Uh, but yeah, she was a beauty queen, and she uh-huh. had. Um, uh, she had a crown and a sash, and the crown was like they had that big horrible. Um, early American furniture and like in the bedroom they would have like a a bureau but it would have like a wooden carved mirror thing with shelves around it. Like the most giant piece of bedroom furniture ever. Right. With little curio shelves tucked in the corner and on the top left uh, above all the collectible Avon bottles which didn't have anything in them anymore would be um, this beauty crown that was rhinestones and it was a little tiara and it had been mangled I think from years of my sister wearing it um, but I had would also mangle it to, so it would fit my head. And when my mom was at work, I would try the crown on and I'd put makeup on. Right. Because um, the Avon lady had come and brought those right. little tiny, you know, samples. Right, the sample. And then after I did it, I would perfectly, with a hot butter knife, I would shape them back into fresh, oh my pointy God. shapes so they didn't look used. Yeah, I was very stealthy. Brilliant. And I would make dresses out of slips. Remember when people wore slips? Yes. I don't even know if that... Even That's happens true. anymore. People don't wear slips. No, and it was so you wouldn't. It, there was no static cling. Right, and also it was like an extra like underwearish yes. layer, a slip. Anyway, I'd oh my god, I those. forgot about slips. Yeah, she had like a coral one. I had slips, and I would you know make it like into a one piece you know like ampere um, waist. That, number. I love that. I and used to go home dress and um, dress in my father's clothes. Did you? Yes, for reals. Swear to God. Huh? Yeah. I wanted to wear a tie and a suit, huh. and uh, then I would put that. I was. I am so good at putting things back exactly right where they are, and yeah. my kids are so bad at it. Yeah, like they don't even fucking. Put, I'm like, if at least if you're gonna smoke pot in here, you right, know, right, right, hide, hide it, <laughs> like Spray fucking something. hide it, <laughs> like don't leave my liquor bottle out that's you why, fucking idiot that's why I have horses and they're like and they're like oh I thought I cleaned up really no you didn't clean up you fucking idiot anyway isn't that weird that you wanted to well um it was just it was a way of um self expression I just thought yeah. it was fun like, I loved I, it I, I loved didn't want to be a girl or anything but I loved like yes. makeup and hair and it just seemed so fun and glamorous yeah I didn't want to be a guy I wanted to be to part wear, of it yeah. and now yeah. I love wearing 
and you, know, you still wear men's clothing. I, you know, it's great. This is Eileen Fisher. <laughs> Both of these are Eileen Fisher. The jeans are Eileen Fisher. The boots are men's. It's fries. Fisher. No, I call it Fisher. <laughs> like, you know, when your asshole's yes, cut. Yes, Judith. I, you would know as a gay. So, um, you grow <laughs> up and yes. you are, uh, you doodle a lot. You know, you doodle a lot in class. I do, yes. And um, your parents are building a house. Oh, yeah. Um, and you doodle, and it's like a French chateau. Yes. <laughs> and your teachers are like, oh, my God. Yeah. This kid's fucking genius. Right, but still failing math. Um, yeah, I, I've always loved, like, design. And um, so, like, when you would go to, like, a diner. Right. And they would have the paper placemats. Yes. And, it would, like, on the front, it would have the recipe and pictures of amazing cocktails, like right. Singapore Slings and Tom Collins. Right. On the other side, there was blank space. Right. And I, my mom always had a pen, and I would always draw. Right. And I, I, I wasn't drawing, like, you know... I don't know what little boys draw, but I was drawing houses, and I would literally like, oh, let's put a mansard roof on this. <laughs> you weren't drawing. And I was like eight. No guns? No guns and bears <laughs> no, and dicks? No, Or cars. No, I was yeah. drawing houses. With, right. Complete with the landscaping. Right. And, yeah, my teachers were like, hmm, there's, you definitely have some special talents. Um, <laughs> and, but I had a very like bad um, elementary school uh, experience because it was the 70s. I was in first right. grade in 1976. And my school decided they would do open concept learning, which meant the school had no walls. So basically it was like six classrooms all together Ugh. with like little cases where you'd put your book bag in like right. cubby holes, but it wasn't open. Right. So like very important, like formative years, like this is how math works. Like one plus one is two. Right. I was busy listening to like, oh my God, they're reading um they're reading from Mustard Seed Magic over oh, there. Yeah. I'd rather listen to right, that. Right, right. Oh, look what she doing. Right. Oh, over there. And I'd hear the other teachers and I was just right. I don't know if that's a learning disability or if it's just a little it's ADD. Called ADD and curiosity. I'm sorry. And, not, Ooh, and smart. Look at that mask over there. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I didn't really pay attention well during those formative years and I had a really tough time in elementary school. Like I was constantly like they would put you in like the super smart group or something. Yes. And then like I'd be there for two weeks at the beginning of the year and then they would move me to like the lowest group. And I'd be like, mm, I don't think this is where I'm supposed right. to be. I was in like the, they had this one thing where the kids who were smart at math would not have a teacher. You There was like five like of us. Like a math lab. Yeah. So we'd go sit in the back and do it on our own. And then I, after a couple weeks, I was really right. bored. And I went back mm -hmm. to the regular math thing, and I was like, yeah. fuck you. It was a real yo-yo. I know. And then I finally figured out like the whole school thing. I was like, oh, okay, I got this. But you then, you graduated, and you went to Gettysburg College, but mm -hmm. you, or university? College, yeah. Phi Beta Kappa. Phi Beta Kappa! <laughs> That's what I was going to say! Oh, my God. Now I'm psychic as well. Well, here's the funny. <laughs> th I loved when I read, because my mother... God right. rest her soul. Right, from Clark. From Clark, New Jersey. No, she's from Manhattan. She grew up oh, on the Upper okay. West Side. Yes. Don't ever say she's from Clark. She okay, I knew you grew up in Clark. Excuse yes, me. Yes, I know. You were Please. correct about that. Uh, you were born in... Uh, see, I could do the same thing to you, Judy. Now Judy, I was born you, in Newark. We lived in Elizabeth. You were born in Newark. We she, it's the year was 1945. Shut up! So anyway, <laughs> Allison's quitting. So anyway... Um, Allison's like, when are you going to get to the TV show? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, your mo you, uh, my mother used to always say, like when we met a dumb person, right. or 
Like you'd say, you know, I went to this and I wanted to return it, but uh, uh, the woman was uh, uh, Phi Beta Kappa. That meant they were the dumb fucking idiots. Right. Anytime someone did something really? dumb, my mother would go, Magna Cum Laude. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So you graduate college mm-hmm. and you start working which is a you get a job at 24 but you had a regular No, I had I when I uh, I went to Gettysburg College I have a degree in fine art and finance right. and um that was I May thought of, you're bad at math. I am. I, I but I got better by the right. time college rolled around. Right. I got real smart. Um so I wanted to live in New York City and I I lived in a one bedroom apartment on the Upper East Side with two girls that uh-huh. I went to college with. And I worked for a nonprofit. Right. Um, and after a couple like years of like not having any money for food or yeah. shoes, um, I was like, I think I need to get a for-profit job. Like I would literally, I lived at 587 Third Avenue. I'd go across the street to the Chinese restaurant. I would pay for my dinner. Which I was, would get cold sesame noodles. I when would get I was, cold sesame noodles because they were two ninety-five. I got um, vegetable lo mein, which was a dollar forty, and oh. I would pay with fourteen dimes because I had a change jar. And I would roll in there. I'd be like, should have gotten the vegetable lo mein. I just got back from Vegas. I got all these dimes. I guess yeah. I'll get the veggie lo mein for right. here's fourteen of them. So then. Um, I wanted to work for a for-profit company, and I thought Ralph Lauren. I made a list of all the places. I right. didn't know what I wanted to do, but Calvin Klein, Walt Disney, MGM, Ralph Lauren. Those all sounded fun, and I right. knew their offices were in New York. I either walked by them or whatever. I was very not organized with a career plan. And I met a woman at the gym. I had like black watch uh, track pants on. You know those like windbreakery kind yes. of running pants, like and, J- B- uh, Joey Buttafuoco kind. Yeah, of? like yes. a windsuit pants, yeah. I believe. Yes. And in black watch plaid. And then I had the, um, <laughs> I had a big baggy sweatshirt. Right. Um, very similar to what you have on. Shut up! This is expensive. <laughs> this is like three hundred dollars. Carson just said he would wear that. I Shut totally up. would. Why are you Yay. reacting that way? I'm Gay. saying we're similar. Okay, go. And it had a, it was, but those polo sweatshirts that had the teddy bear on yes, them. Yes. And they were also wearing a sweatshirt. It was uh-huh. like looking into a mirror, looking into a mirror. Right. Looking into a mirror, like at the hair cuttery. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Trippy. Um, and that, that teddy bear was holding a bla- uh, plaid black watch basketball. So I also got the basketball from doing, from buying about $75 right. in fragrance at Bloomingdale's. And you of got Of which a- I didn't have the money. Right. And um, so I went to the gym not to work out, but to meet attractive Latin men. Right. And um, uh, this woman was there and she said, "Uh, who are you? You need to be at Ralph Lauren. I said, yeah, I do. And she was a headhunter for them. But I thought you were carrying the bear, too. I was carrying just the basketball, not the bear. I'm sorry to disappoint you. I read that you had the bear and the basketball. Go ahead. That would have been so kooky. Yeah. So you're carrying the the Ralph Lauren basketball. With the whole Ralph Lauren outfit. Right. And this woman who's a head hunter says, I'm going to get you an interview there. And I, two days later, I had an interview. And about a week later, I was working for Ralph Lauren. And I was working for his brother, Jerry, who was oh, amazing. And, oh, my um, God. She has a present. No, anytime we mention a Jew, we blow a whistle. Okay, go you ahead. Have to be careful with your sound engineer with uh-huh. that. He knows. Um, so, so you I, were working for who? I worked for Ralph Lauren and his brother, Jerry. And uh, uh, I learned so much about the fashion biz that I really learned on the job. Wait, and so I did worked you there for meet, seven so years. Did, when did you meet Ralph? Like, so when you work for Ralph Lauren, he is very involved in the company, <laughs> and um, 
he comes in for different presentations. So I was working in maybe like golf and tennis and they were putting like golf and tennis images on the walls and some of the garments and he would walk through, but you don't really get introduced. Like when you're like an assistant, I like swept floors, I got sandwiches, I put things up on the wall, which we called rigging. Um, to create these vignettes. Mm-hmm. So told the story of the collection for the season. And then after Ralph looks at it, then you design the clothes that right, fit into right, the categories, right. like seven shirts, five pants, <laughs> yeah, um, whatever. <laughs> so I didn't really get a, to officially meet him. And then one day, just like on an episode of Friends, when Rachel worked for Ralph Lauren, I was in the lobby at the oh, world gosh. headquarters and I go to get in the elevator and... I just, you know, you walk in and I was probably late. It was like 10 a.m. or something. And the only person in the wood paneled elevator with me was Ralph Lauren. No way. Yes. Did All right. Did you have a heart attack? And then I was just like, oh, my God, what do I do? Do I get out? Do I stay? Do I make eye contact? Do I make small talk? Do I act like he's not there? Should I be? (laughs) I was trying to be respectful and like, you know, this is like being in the elevator with the Queen of England. Like, you know, this is a big deal. Yeah. and he's always been lovely. He's one of the nicest guys to work with. I don't know how he got to be so successful because he's a real gem, um, you know, because right. nice guys normally don't finish so well, but he's lovely. And uh, he has a, a twinkle in his eye and a great little smile. And he looked over at me and he um, said, uh, mm, golf and tennis, which is where I worked. Right. And I was like, yeah. And then I looked at him and I said, uh, billionaire. <laughs> and, uh, and then he you did? Sm- I did and I was like oh you know how it is when you're yes. like oh I don't know if I should say right, this right 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 um, and um, he hilarious. chuckled and liked it and um, <laughs> that was I, then I was like on his radar Nice. And then after Queer Eye came out, I, w- I had to go back to Ralph Lauren for something. I picked up merchandise or returning samples right. or something. And the office looks like a Ralph Lauren store, like right. a two-story mahogany with, oh. uh, you know, uh, beautiful old rugs right. and oil paintings of horses and bowls of M&Ms and, you know, gorgeous china. Right. And... Um, I was there doing some stuff and returning some things. And then um, the receptionist like, um, uh, Ralph would like to see you in his office. Like they could find no you way. like on the cameras. And I was like, oh my God. And I got called into his office and he was like, I'm just so proud of you. And you know, you're doing great. And thank you for everything. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. And it was so Did l- you remind him of the elevator? I don't think so. Now, are you still friends with the uh, headhunter who got you the job? Yeah, I still I still see her out and about. Yeah, really? for sure. Yeah, um, and that was you know. Does it was, she want a commission for everything you do? Uh, <laughs> I haven't mentioned that yet. I think we better not talk about that. Oh my god, I yeah. love that. Now let's not d- put it out there. You know my son Ben. You know mm-hmm, my kids. Mm-hmm. You know we've hung out. I do and know them very, very well. Straight, but Ben. Yeah. Will only wear a polo. Really? Yes. And his nickname is Polo. Really? And he has That's a Polo so bag and it's all his underwear, his right. shirts. They're Precious. All... So d- is he gay? Probably not. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So y- how did you get Queer Eye? Oh, I was um, uh, working for Ralph Lauren and one of our producers that would what? organize our photo shoots uh-huh. and um, get your whistle, Judy. Oh, here it is. I was working for Go Ralph ahead. Lauren and uh, one of our producers said, oh, I heard about this show called Queer Eye for the Stray Kids. I'm going to be done by Bravo. And I was like, what's Bravo? A nonstick cooking spray? <laughs> you know, because back then they were in Jericho, Long Island. Right, right. Um, they had That's where my the- accountant is. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's in Jericho. Did he used to work for Bravo? No, straight. 
Um, <laughs> good one. Thank you. Um, and uh, she said, you should, you know, I think you'd be perfect. You should try out. So I called Bravo and they're like, oh, no, we don't. We're not producing the show. I didn't even know back right. then, like companies produce shows and then they sell them to networks right. and they partner with them. So I said, you have to call Scout Productions in Boston. They're doing Scout? It. Scout. So I called Scout Productions in Boston and they said, uh, I think like an intern or somebody answered the phone and they're like, no, they're in New York doing a casting. And I was like, OK. She's like, why don't you send a headshot and... Um, like a blurb about you right. to them. And I think it was like, there was email, but it was really hard to attach right, pictures right. or something. I don't know, it was 2001 or something. Right. And I did it. And the only picture I had, I was not an actor or anything. I didn't have a headshot. I had a picture of me on set at Ralph Lauren with like me and a bunch of Samoyeds, awesome. you know, and like right. wearing a snowflake sweater. So I sent it and I went down and I, um, they had a they had a fake straight guy that they would show us a tape of, right? And we had to watch. And then there was five executives at a table, and they put five gays in five chairs, right? And they said, "Tell us what oh you think." Oh my god, you would do how weird is that? That it's like That's you weird. had to be gay to be <laughs> right. Yeah. They lined up and, the gays, um, yeah. so everybody went down the, the row, and they said, "Well, I think what we should do is we we should really embrace the bridge between gay and straight." And I was just like, "Oh god." Uh, <laughs> um, and in the tape of the guy, one of his friends was saying he was so well endowed that he blow dried his hair in the nude at the gym so everyone could see it. Right. Um, so when they got to me, I remembered that little gem from the tape. And I said, listen, what's the problem? He's hung like a pony. Can we just get him flat front khakis and call it a day? <laughs> and flat front like, khakis. They're like, oh, wait, um, you, this, you're sassy. Yeah. And um, so that was the start of the casting process. And I had to go back like every Wednesday for like three, three weeks um, and I kept on telling my boss, Ralph Lauren, I was like, oh, I have to go to the dentist. Oh, I have to go to the periodontist. Uh -huh. Oh, I have to go get my wisdom teeth taken out. Like, you have it was a lot all of teeth? dental problems. Yeah. And then finally they said, we're going to make a pilot. We made a pilot in, in Boston in July of 2002. And then it took a year because NBC purchased Bravo. And there was right. a big shakeup. But the new guy, Jeff Gaspin, who ran the network, was like, we really love the show. We want to make it the cornerstone of the network. Um are you ready to quit your job? And I was like, do you have dental insurance? <laughs> um, it's very daunting to quit your job. I, I had a great job yeah. um, with and great you people. And you loved it. Which I loved. And you know what? The credit There's a, a credit goes to my former boss, Liz Paley at Ralph Lauren. She said, listen, go do it. And if it doesn't work out, we'll hire you back. Shout out to Liz. Um, Liz! So, yeah, Liz Paley? Mm-hmm. No. No whistle. Just and, a little... Um, and uh, yeah, and that's how it all started. And then like it aired and it was on prime so time. I, and, and you. That's first, how I heard of Bravo. Right. Sorry. Did you there. just interrupt me? No, I'm really. Okay. So you, the show is an instant hit. Right. And this is just about, you know, we're in the fight for equality. Right. And it's like, it we're on TV now. Uh, Ellen had come out. I came out way before it. But right. In the, yeah. in the 30s, right? I came out. In, <laughs> before you were born. Shut the fuck the up. Um, but we're now being visible. And this was right. like the first, right. like, gay guy, straight guy combo. And yes. the other three gays... That were on four, four gays, four gays Sound on five. the show, right? Sorry, the other four gays. Yes, were you all? Did you all get along? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm drinking water. I'm not being shady. I was having a sip. Yes, we all got along. I mean, none of us had done television before. Right. None of us knew what to expect. It was a wild ride. And um, we're still, people always ask, "Are you still good friends?" Um, Patrick, because Patrick, um, what the fuck? Turn off your microphone. 
Oh, he was just trying to get us some oh, more water. Oh, he was water. getting you more water. And Thank now you. Just yelled the mic. Sometimes I can have his mic right. on. Oh, all right. You're not the... You're on VP. I put, I put him on VP, voice probation. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm so sorry. All right, you're off VP. You're off. So anyway, okay. back to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all went through this process together. So it was like going through, like, I don't know, if you played basketball on a, a new team right, and it was right, right. And everyone was success. New. Yeah, you yeah. all bonded. Um, we all bonded going through this experience. Like your college roommates. Like it's a new right, thing and you're right. kind of freaked out, but you have each other. Speaking so of which, so we've always be, maintained a friendship. That's you great. you joined a frat in college. Yeah, but it's not a real fratty frat. Oh, right. okay. It was like a, it was like I just wanted the sweatshirt with the letters on it, nice. right? Because it was cool. You Were know? you the only gay in the frat? Um, I think at the time, it, then that frat, yes. Did that I mean, frat cool turn frats? There were like hot frats, like yeah. Teak was all like wrestlers. Yes, and like, yes, I remember um, Teak and Deke. Um, we didn't, I don't think we had a deke. We had a deke and a um, deke. And like Sigma Nu was like, like right. they had a beautiful like stone, like Normandy house. Right. Mm-hmm. But they were all like not, you know. Right. kind of, you know, not awesome. Rapey? No, they were just kind of nerdy. Oh. They were nerdy. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see. VP! Which is better than being the other. That's true. Okay. But you, you know, you're working at Ralph Lauren. Yes. Um... You get this query, and you really were not sexually active until you had moved to New York after right. college. Right, yeah. And you went to, what was it, Splash? Or? Yeah, that was my first gay yeah. bar. That was just... And I remember like you know being like, oh, what is this? And it was back when there was no internet. Right. When I moved to New York City in 1991, you had the Damron's Guide. Right. And it was like a... Oh, yeah! It was like a, it was a it was a minty green color, yes. like your eye frame eyewear frames, and um, is that Damron okay. Green? And it had a um, okay. listing of all like gay bed and breakfast, gay right. bars, Damn, gay restaurants, yes. um, cruisy areas. Right. It was insane. And every city had one. And you, it was this like a little miniature phone book. It was about like four inches yeah. tall and three inches wide yeah. and very thick. Um, that's what he said. That's what she said. Um, and uh, that's where you would look up places. And I found Splash and I went there. I, I met this cute guy and he worked at Emporio Armani. Oh, yeah. On Fifth Avenue right. and like 20th Street. Right. And it was my first job. I was still doing nonprofit work and I bought a tie. And I think in 1991, it was like $100 yeah. or more. It said 125 125 And I was just like, you're good. <laughs> and uh, and you're like, like, I can't afford I it. I can't afford it. But I had a credit card. So I bought it to meet the guy. Right. And he took me, he said, let's meet at Splash. And I was like, oh my God, I remember like, you know, entering the building like a spy, you know, like my back clinging to the wall and looking both ways and then doing a sneaky walk like um, Natasha and Boris into (laughs) the um, gay bar. (laughs) And and then I was like, I got in there and they're like these beautiful guys with their shirts off. And and they were showing videos of Fire Island, which I was like, where is this place and how do I get there? And why is everything burnished wood? It was all like very, every backdrop was like a rough, like, you know, sauna colored wood. Um, So, yeah, that was my first entree into the gay world in New York City. And then, you you know, you work for Ralph Lauren and then you get Queer Eye. Yes. And you haven't really come out to your parents. Right. You did it when you were in second grade. Right. But you never talked about it afterwards. And the name of the show is Queer Eye. Yes, for the straight guy. So it's not like you can hide it anymore. And we were, um, 
this was before the show was coming out, and I don't know how we got such good press, but we were on the cover of, I think it was, we were going to be on the cover of TV, TV Guide. Guide, yeah. Um, and it was, the show was going to launch on a Tuesday, and we were going to be on the cover of TV Guide, like, that Sunday or Monday, which mm-hmm. would come out for the week. And I was like, oh my God, I've got to get, I have to tell the people at home, the, the parents, the folks. Yeah. Um, so I, I waited till like, a, I got picked up at the train station and it was like a rainy day and my mom was driving her minivan and I was like, oh good, it's like torrential rain. She can't freak out too bad or she'll kill both of us. <laughs> um, so I told her and she was like, oh no big deal. Like it was. Like duh. Like duh. Yeah. yeah. And they're also, we're also like very like Lutheran. We're not like big talkers at right, home. And, right. Um, so, and what'd um, your father say? He was totally fine. Duh. Yeah, kind of. And you of. have older siblings. <laughs> I do. I have a brother and a sister, and, and they're both duh. duh. Yeah. And, so it was frustrating. Pretty, and it was pretty easy. And oh, your good. grandparents. Yes. Ha- grandkids. So you have cousins up that are 70 years old. I think I have a cousin that's like, yeah, probably like 60 something or wow. 70, maybe. So do I. But yeah, it's I'm weird, older. Isn't it? So you're you're here. You you're doing the show, and yes. meanwhile, when you came to New York, it was like the height of the AIDS crisis. Like right. we were still, yes, you know, yes. no medicine. Reagan no. had never said the word. Right. We we're like just starting to. Yeah, everything was a benefit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, every dance, every gay party, right, um, was about um, raising money for AIDS. AIDS, you know, HIV. treatment, awareness, yeah. anything. I mean, th- you know, as horrible as that um, moment in time was, the one really amazing thing was how our community mobilized oh my God. and said, well, if no one else is going to help them, we're going to, you know, we're do gonna, it on our own. And that's what the Democratic Party needs to do right now. It's going to happen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I actually went to a restaurant last night for yes. my birthday. And as I was leaving. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday you to you. Too. And as I was leaving, there were these young, you know, one was a hostess and right. one was a waiter and they were gays. Mm-hmm. One of them I don't think was gay. Anyway, I, I don't know if they recognize. I, I, they seem to have known who I was. And so mm-hmm. as I was leaving, I said to them, please don't stop fighting. Don't stop fight, and I almost started crying. Really, I just said because I thought about when I was their age and right. how it was always a fight. It was yes. I mean, from the time I moved to New York in 1984, I worked at God's Love We Deliver. Right. In 1984, I worked Ooh, at the fuck. AIDS Walk. I volunteered. Right. And I was always, you know, wait, God's Love We Do. I don't remember what year it started, but I always volunteered, and right. I always it was always like I'm gonna. And they have to do it. They can't sit back because look what's fucking happened. Anyway. Right. So you're on Queer Eye. Uh Uh-huh. And then (laughs) I went on a tangent, 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 tangent. I went on a... Can we just do one scene where I'm your mother driving the car? Yeah. Okay. Hi, honey. How was your trip? It was okay. Oh, this rain is just I know, terrible. It's, it's torrential, isn't it? It's torrential. I'm actually faking that I'm driving, driving right now. Uh, why aren't these windshield wipers working, Mom? I know, honey. I brought them, and I told your father to bring them over to the dealership. <laughs> Damn it. And I said to him, I need... And d- wouldn't you know it starts raining? I'm gay. <laughs> what? What? And then, like, crash, crash, crash. Don't you have sound effects? No. Oh, it's we, not we that do kind our own of podcast. No, we do. What is we this probably look like a do, radio but I've show? never. All right, now I'm going to do your father. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Hey, Carson! 
Oh, why are you using your real voice? Do my dad. <laughs> I love you so much. Okay. Oh, Judith. Hey, Carson. How, uh, welcome back. Welcome home. Rough day at the office. You yeah, know. I know. Oh, by the way, um, did yeah. mom tell you I'm gay? Anyway. Oh. Sold a bunch of those K cars today. Yeah, I sold some of those K cars today. See, that's how it went. All right. Well, that's great. What are we having for dinner? Some uh, ash. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Queer Eye is a huge hit, and you're a big fucking star. Oh, gosh. I don't know about that. You are. You're a big star on Oprah. How is Oprah? Hmm. Oprah's amazing. Oprah's exactly like she is, like, on the TV. She's the same way. I've done, like, tequila shots with Oprah. No, you haven't. What kind of tequila? I don't remember. I think it was, like, Patron or something. It was at the launch of her network, and they had a private dinner for, like, people that were doing shows on her network. And um, it was here in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, okay. I did shots with her. So out of all the people you have met. Yes. Um, who's really been like, oh my God, I... Amazing. Yeah, besides Judy Gold. Um, who? Who? <laughs> I'll stay out of this. Um, I you know what I uh, Dolly Parton was incredible. Really oh, good one. Yeah, a uh, share. Oh, I love share. Yep, share. That's has a been great incredible. story. Yeah, that you how put I a met little Cher. yes, you put a little necklace on her, right? Well, I was working for um, I was doing Queer Eye, but at the same time, I was I did a column in Us Weekly, uh-huh. which was like a style and advice column, and right. one, I had to go. There was a press junket for a movie of hers called Stuck on You, I think. Yeah, I think it was Stuck on You by the Farrelly Brothers. Right. She had a, a, you know, was a a part of that movie, and she was in New York for the press junket, and I went to the um, the Regency Hotel to interview her, and I didn't know what I was doing. They just hired me at Us Weekly because I was on a TV show, and it'd be a fun. Isn't it funny what you get when you're on a TV show? Uh, I used to know that. Yeah, I just. um, It's okay, Judy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do. Go ahead. and um, I, she said, I wore like a very like I'm like oh I have to wear an outfit that Cher will like. So I wore black leather, Roberto Cavalli pants right. with purple um, embroidery of flowers on them, and right. I had a purple shirt on, and I had a gold like scapulare from Brazil. Remember when mm. everyone was going to Brazil? It was like no. 1999, and yeah. everyone no, went on vacation. I, I didn't. I don't remember that. Right. The, oh, I had a. Um, I had a four-year-old or three-year-old at that right. time. I wasn't going to Brazil. Right. Capoeira was Remember big. when everyone was going? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone but Judith. <laughs> anyway, so I had this gold necklace on and she's like, oh, I really like that necklace. I was like, oh my God, That's you can have it. Hey, I really well, I like, like that, that necklace. necklace. I love that necklace. All right, let's do a scene. <laughs> oh, I love that necklace. Oh my gosh, you can have a chair. Oh, thank you. So if then I, I could turn back time. Oh wait, can't we use can't that. say it's not licensed. Yeah, go. cut it out. Um, and so I got you, babe. Her assistant was in another room, and I was mm-hmm. like in the sitting room of the hotel room alone with Cher. <gasps> and I took my necklace off, and they don't open. They're like right. a long kind of, and they have a little Jesus and Mary on the front, and a little Jesus and Mary in the back. And oh, they, I'm not gonna wear that. And um, she had a do rag on. I'm Jewish. And uh-huh. I, um, oh, I got Jesus up. and Mary, right? Both, Both Jewish. Both Jews. Go ahead. I tried to put this necklace over her head, which had a, I believe, her real hair, which is purportedly long and goes down to the bottom of her back, and she keeps it braided under a wig, and then her uh-huh. hair on a with a wig, and then a do rag on top of that. So right. it was quite a large amount of stuff on yeah, her head. I did. I had a lot. And I tried to put it mm-hmm. over her head, 
and it got stuck, and then everything started oh, kind of shifting oh, and moving. Oh, wow, this is, oh, wow. And I was standing above her, and her assistant came out, and she was like, oh, my God, what are you doing to share it? I was like, oh, no, no, nothing. I'm just trying to give her my necklace. Leave and him it, alone. It got very tense. Leave him alone. Get out. But she has, she called me a couple days later, and I got that, you know, blocked thing or whatever. I was like, oh, I don't want to answer it, but I also don't want annoying voicemail. Right. So I'm like, hello. And hey, she's like, Carson. It's Cher. It's Cher. And uh, I just want to say I love the necklace. Right. And, and then, I fired my assistant. And then she um, sent me a note <laughs> also saying that she loves the religious medals and she keeps them on a night next Dear to Carson, her bed. Carson, I love the religious medals and I keep them on my nightstand. I love you. Yes. Oh, bye. Oh, bye. And uh, that's my share story. She okay. was spectacular. Now, I like it. I like it. After, Her assistant seems intense, but I like it. Go on. <clears throat> after Queer Eye, yes. you made it a point to stay relevant. I guess, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I like to work. Right. And like so many people, after a show ends, they right. go into a deep depression and uh-huh. are like, I, did, I worked so hard, I should have stuff coming towards me. Right. You have never been like that. No. Which is why I love you. Because I'm the same I, way. I'm proactive. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I didn't... Um, I was never like... I never... I, I think it's because it happened for me later in life. Like, right. I didn't do Queer Eye until I was 33. Right. Um, and I didn't... And I also wasn't the traditional path of like studying like acting or comedy. Right, and, right, right. And working in the trenches. Like it happened pretty easily and mm-hmm. which was a blessing. And um, so I just thought, you know, easy come, easy go. So I was never that intense about it. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Bismillah. Cut it. We can't use that. <laughs> um. So I just tried to. I. But I thought, you know, this is a great gig. Like, right. I feel like I, you know, our line of work is so fun. Right. And you know, not having to go into an office every day. Although oh my I God. loved my Ralph I Lauren could never, job. I couldn't. But yeah, but I, that was in. I liked. Yeah. I loved the freedom of like you know, and I got to do fun things. I got to write books yeah. and um, do other shows, and I did movies, and I did um, a show for Lifetime called mm-hmm. "Have a Look Good Naked." And you just have to constantly be you know thinking about like what can I do next? What would be a great fit? Oh, right. what kind of stuff could I come up with on my own? What kind of shows have I thought of? So. You definitely can't sit back and wait for the right. phone to ring. Absolutely. You have to be proactive. You know, it's uh, showbiz is all about like what's new. It's very much right. like fashion. Right. So there's like, it's all about like the new person. Right. And what's hot and cool and yeah. hip and broken and you can hip. Really, um, you can really fall out of favor. So you and, have to be busy. Um, You. We should talk about my new TV I am, show. I am going to, but I just wanted to say one thing. And we're going to talk about your new TV show. Yes. We're going to talk about Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We're going to talk about Family Feud. Oh, that's over and done. I know, but it was so fun. Did you see it? I watched it for this interview. You did? Yes, I don't I believe wa- you. With your fucking nephew? Or what are you kidding? Oh, my God. He was so cute. And I know. you're so good. And he won. He, he won it. And he you won were it. like, you were so gay because you were like, what? I can't believe it because the first four, <laughs> first three answers were only like three, seven. Right. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Oh, well, I was, and it was also very awkward questions to be I there know. with your family. It was, the, the, it was the code thing. for sex. Right. Um, but farm terms like slap right. the hogs and plow the fields, which right. I'm happy to say, but like with my newly turned 18 year old niece it was a little right. awkward. And she's an equestrian. From Allentown. She is, yes. And he's a race car driver. He is, yeah. He's uh-huh. really good. You're uh-huh. so good. He's um, Pennsylvania uh-huh. Rookie of the Year for NASCAR. So, isn't it? Could he be straighter and you be gayer? Mm-hmm. 
And they love you, right? Yeah, they're great. Okay. So um, I just want to say before we get to the TV show, because Allison took out a knife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you had a big crush on Lee Majors. And I then did. you met him on Oprah. Yes. I did. Did you get a little hard? A little $6 million yeah. chubby. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Um, but that was really sweet because... Uh, I did a show for Oprah. It was called When 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 They Knew or something. There was yeah, a yeah, book, yeah. and she had I'm me on. I'm in that book. As oh, you uh, are? Yeah, I'm in it. And um, we have a similar feeling story, but the, I wasn't asked who to was go on your, Oprah. Who was your childhood crush? Barbara Eden. Really? Yeah. You so dreamed Gaisha. of Jeannie? Yeah, I just thought she was Good so one. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she just perfect? Yeah. See, you're wondering why Henry likes the blondes. Mm-hmm. I know, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's genetic. Yeah. Okay. Even though Henry came out of my ex. Go. Go. What am I talking about? Oh, uh, Lee Majors. So I did the show on Oprah called When They Knew. Right. And it was a panel and we talked about you know, the coming yeah. out process. Uh-huh. And there, somehow I said, you know, I was like in the first grade and I was, I would, you know, be with the other boys at school and they're like, yeah, we love the $6 million man. And I was like, I know, isn't he gorgeous? <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> and because the $6 million man in first grade was the shit. Like right. every like Allentonian right. eight year old was like loved Steve yes. Austin. Yes. And it was very confusing when a pro wrestler started using that moniker, Steve Austin. Right, right. Because I was like, wait, I know that name. Anyway. Huh. But on the Oprah show, I said that I, my first crush was Lee Majors, and I thought he was so gorgeous. Right. And um, then, like, many episodes later, I'd done the show a bunch of times, and it was for the royal wedding. And then at the end of the show, I was sitting there with Allie Wentworth, and they're like, oh, we were going to do a quick segment about celebrity crushes. And they're like, who was yours? And I was like, oh, it was always Lee Majors. What if you had said something else? I know. What if I had forgotten for a minute and I had gone with Scott Bayo? Right. Tragically. I know. I know. He's in charge. Um... Um, but I said Lee Majors, and then Oprah said, "You mean that Lee Majors?" <laughs> and I looked over into the side the wing too? of the Come stage. Oh, yeah. I looked over, and there was Lee Majors walking toward oh me, holding God. a rose. Get the fuck like out. on the Aww. Bachelor, and I was like, "Did you have to suck his dick afterwards?" Uh, I was like, "Oh my God, I'm not going <laughs> to respond to that." Um, he was Allison's there with his lovely wife, yes. Faith. That's cute. And Faith Majors, and they send me a Christmas card every year, and really? he couldn't have been sweeter. Wow. Yeah, it's really. He's got a little guy. Oh, in that's him. nice. Really so, nice. Um, all right, so we talked Family Feud. Yep. Celebrity Apprentice. So you're on. You should the f- be on that. I know. I would love to be on that. I guess, oh, I guess you have to be a celebrity though. Ah. Um. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, hit her where it hurts. Uh, anyway, no, hey, so, thanks for so having you're me. First, <laughs> so you're the, on the first one with Arnold. Yes. Um, there's a new boss, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And if you go to NBC.com, there's really... Did you see the trailer? No. You have to... You are so ill-prepared. Shut up! Because <laughs> I no. didn't want... Allison, he's so fucking mean to me. You better stop working with him. There's girl. um there's a fantastic trailer that we shot that shows, like, introduces Arnold as the new leader. And it's quite funny. How was he? Um, he was great. I is, can't say is, too much about the show, but he was awesome. Is Donald Jr. and Ivanka there with him? They're him? not involved. I know. I was kidding. His, um, yeah. Is Ar- his maid there? <laughs> oh, you're terrible. No, his nephew. He has his maid and... <laughs> his nephew, who's uh-huh. his lawyer, is there as his advisor. Uh-huh. And then they bring in these really amazing advisors. His nephew? Um, like his nephew? Or, his real nephew. Yes. Or is it her nephew? It's his nephew. Uh-huh. Patrick Does he have an Knapp accent? Schwarzenegger. Yeah, they're both speak German 
and they um, no way yeah and um, I love the German language and it makes um, me feel so warm and fuzzy and um wait I was gonna tell you something really fun oh no and cool. yeah, yeah yeah the trailer oh the trailer is great because they did this scene and we shot it like the first day and it's at Universal and they wanted to have us be like modern day like gladiators like it's very like the shot is like Les Mis where people are storming the streets <laughs> right. like the French Revolution and they would have like flaming torches right. which people do and tattered flags of course but instead they gave us like things that business people would have like laptop cases and umbrellas right and um, I was like could I please have an iron and they're like what and I'm like I, if you're a businessman and you stay like the Mary right. the Hilton Garden Inn in the morning, you have to iron your shirt so right. you look presentable. And I was like, so my tool of my trade would be an iron, which ties back to my career in style. See, branding, Judy. Good job. Branding, branding. Did they get into? They did. Yeah. Reticently. And I swang <laughs> it. I swung it around like a, like that ball oh, that's uh, on a stick, right. like a with sling. the spikes. I, there's oh, a name oh, yeah, for no, that. I know what you it's mean. like a nunchuck. Javelin. No. Not javelin. No, it's a lasso. 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 No. No. That's Come a horse on, thing. You're going to have to. It's, every, yeah, Google it's got it. spikes on it. It's a got chain. A it's on a stick. With a chain and then a ball with spikes. They sell anyway, them at the yeah. sex stores. There's a name Sh- for that VP. thing. I think Allison's Googling it. Stick on chain with spiky yeah, yeah. ball. And it's going to come up with like the Adam and Eve so website. So does, does Arnold say, you're fired? I don't know what he says. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm brandishing my iron. You won't be back. A flail? Oh, with my flail. I'll go with that. Oh, so then that's where the flailing came from. Oh, right. It's a so verb. Much. It's a noun and, and a, a verb. verb. To flail a flail. Right, right. To flail a flail. To flail for one. So was that experience fun on... Um since we can't I don't talk think about I'm it. allowed to say, but you know what's what's interesting is that um, I think why these celebrity shows are popular because they throw people together from wildly different backgrounds. And like, did you know that Sherwood Schwartz, who created the Brady, the Brady Bunch, Bunch, yes, uh, uh, and Gilligan's Island, yes, and I love all his work, right? Well, Sherwood's dead, but the uh, nephew Sherwood, or something. It was a junior. Can I finish? my thoughts right now Sherwood who and you wanted to be an architect because of Mike Brady so mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm, think I don't mm-hmm, know that mm-hmm. Sherwood he wanted to that's what Gilligan's Island is about that was his concept the, was that people from different walks of life right. are thrown together and you were Lovey Howell in elementary school oh my god it's all coming together uh, full circle ladies and gentlemen um, please bring in Ted Backus so uh Hi, Ted. How are you? So, you have that coming up. Yes. You have a book out. Yes. Tell us about the book. Uh, The book is called, Does This Book Make My Butt Look Big? I'm going to be sending you a copy. Yes. And um, it is a humorous guide to women's fashion. Like, I think that I wanted to have a funny title that makes people chuckle because it puts you at ease. Because you always have women coming up to you. Yes. Always. And actually, you're nice to them, unlike me. Who you call me fucking, what is it, Christmas, and you're wearing the fucking, yeah, red Well, I think, I think you're projecting. What? I think you're... I think you're both Scorpios, and oh, you're okay. both Allison, mean to people that you love. Wasn't he so mean That's to it. me? That's yes. it. I do adore Allison you. Allison just said you were mean to me. 
Yeah. But, I do adore you. Okay, so. It's how I show love and affection. So you have, this you're, is you're a great holiday fucking, book. This would be. It's a great gift. gift. Yeah. yeah. It, because it's a funny look. It's not a funny look, but it's it's a lighthearted look at how to find your personal style. Right. And I think so many women for, you know, to be serious for one moment, we have thousands of things in our closets. We never have anything to wear. We don't feel great about right. our bodies. And this is like, feel great about your body. Here's how you do it. Here's how you um, find the right undergarments to make what you've got the best it can be. Right. And here are the things that are going to work for you and make it easy and fun to do get dressed. Do you have dressed. different body types in there? Totally. Can I tell Is you? Mine? May I yes, interject please. for a moment? Please. Um, I just asked if mine was in there. Yes, yours is in there. Okay, go. It's, well, I call it the Judy Gold. You can oh, okay, uh, thank you. You can see like the first chapter or two for free on Amazon when you check it out or on right. the Kindle yeah. uh, uh, pages. And I, w I was taking a look at it. And I'm just like, I got to play the tranny card here for a second right. and say that trans women could really benefit from this because they'll go to these also. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll go to these, um, you know, how to be feminine classes. Right. And they're like, talk in an upward inflection. And, where da -da 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 -da, and it's all these stereotypes typical female things right, right. that they, you know, and, and then they find themselves and whatever. But I, I feel like this book could be a really good tool for trans yeah, women also I, to I, just like, you know, seamlessly kind of... Well, the, the idea is like, don't take it too seriously. It's supposed to be fun. We're not like curing like juvenile diabetes. What? Here, like, yeah, no, we're just buying cowl neck sweaters. Yeah. Written really well, um, yeah. And it's also um, meant to be, you know, a lot of times people don't have their a role model. You know, a fashion role model. And I think years ago, mothers and fathers kind of, you know, your dad took right. you shopping for a suit and when you were a young guy and kind of laid the groundwork. And now it's so casual, but yet there's so many options. There's right. websites, there's stores, there are outlets malls. Um, and it's really hard to get lost, especially if you don't have a clear sense of like what you really like. Right, right. And that's what the book Easy, yeah. hopefully tries to do, whether it's for trans women, uh, biological women, any woman who wants to kind of refine their style and find out what makes them look and right. feel their best. The, it's a roadmap to do that. Right. Now, you uh, really awesome. want a morning show. Oh, I would love one. Yeah, that and would be great. And you need a host named Judy Gold. I'm not familiar. What has she done? <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are going to make out. I just know it. I know. We're just gonna... uh, what else? Uh, oh, I have, gonna... a, I have a show right oh, now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Called Game. Uh, it's on the Game Show Network. Yes, yes. It's called Window Warriors. Uh-huh. And uh, have you seen it? No. Did you see the first episode? No. When is it on? It's on the Game Show Network. When? On Tuesdays, Tuesdays at, at 9. nine. <laughs> Tuesday night at 9. nine. It's a great time it's to watch it. It's a great it. time to watch Tuesday at 9. You and could... Guess what it is. It's this something is about... Say, what is it all about, Carson? Um, Carson, so the name of it is Window, Window Warriors. Warriors. So you... It's something to do with store windows yeah, yeah. and fashion. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Basically what do I win? Go ahead. The, well, if you were a contestant, there's eight contestants. They're all window designers. And uh -huh. especially like Rhoda. Like Rhoda. Exactly. Yes. So when you walk around New York and you see these amazing windows that are made of styrofoam and glitter right. or um, 10,000 uh, poinsettia leaves or whatever. Right. It's, there's people that do that for a living and we've got eight of the best ones in the world. And they compete each week to work with a different brand from Macy's to Sprinkles Cupcakes to wow. Anthropology. Oh, so they're all different kinds of windows. It's all not different just... kinds of windows. So one week it might be like, oh, celebrate a special occasion. You're getting Mother's Day. You're right. getting New Year's Eve. You're getting uh, Cinco de Mayo. Right. And they have to create a window that makes the brand What happy. about Hanukkah? Or... That's Hanukkah's such a great idea. Rosh Hashanah? Yep. We have all of those. <laughs> 
Um, the Purim one is uh, uh, that, that about, episode is great. Is there a Holocaust Memorial Day in there? Uh, no. no. Okay, so um, that sounds like so much it's fun. It's actually really fun because you get to. Um, do oh, you eliminate all, someone every week? Yes. Their, so do you have a finite amount dark. of people? We have eight people, and then for someone is one hundred thousand dollars, and oh, a chance do to do that. a Macy's Holiday Window. That's great. Now I used That's to awesome. come. You know, my mother grew up here, and right. so she loved the windows. The Upper West Side. Yes, and so, but we always, my parents every year took would you to co- the city. Yes, we would all look at the windows. Especially <laughs> and where when did I you lo- go? Uh, we went up and down Fifth Avenue. We went Fifth Avenue. So like uh, and Lord and Taylor. Yes, all Sachs, those. And then we would Dorfs. go Seventh. Uh, Wait, what was on set? Wait, Tiffany. Seventh no, Tiffany's Avenue. Fifth Avenue. Fifth. That's what what I mean. was Macy's and yeah, Seventh. Macy's is over there, sure. Yeah, but we would go everywhere. My mother and we, but you used to have to stand online. I know, with with like behind velvet ropes, yeah. and they still do that. Like yeah. at Lord and Taylor, it's. I was just over there, and it's mob. But right. I think what's cool about the show is that it demist like people. You it pulls the curtain back, if you right, will, right? And it shows like how creative you have to be and how right. you have to make stuff. You know, each week there's a different challenge. Like this week you have to use living mannequins or this week everything, oh. for, you know, needs to be um, living plants or okay. this, you know, uh, needs to be upcycled materials. So right. like Project Runway, it's not just like make a beautiful dress. It's, you know, make and a beautiful window. And do they have window. to live in that. like sequestered for it's the entire really, time? They were, but it's not really about that. It's right. really about like the creative process. Right. Does the clothing come into play? Do they yeah, need to be sure. clothing designers also in well, a way? They need to, you know, as a window designer, you need to be a stylist. You right, need to know right. how to dress a mannequin and you need to know how to make the clothes look great. And that's the thing, like when we're judging it, sometimes they'll do a, a gorgeous window, which is right. really out there and extravagant and artsy and stops people in their tracks. But I'm like, I, what are you selling? I don't. Right, I don't right. see the dress. So Ooh. there's a little bit of like there's a little bit of like the profit and Shark Tank in the show, and a right. little bit of like DIY of how they're making all these like things work and right. move and lights. And then there's a little bit of you know fashion of like you know right. how do you make the clothes look amazing? This is my new favorite show. So it's super fun. Um, it's on Bravo on Tuesday night at nine. It's on GSN. It's on the shopping network. Oh, G- Oh, and then Bravo is the other... Oh, fuck. It's on the Game Show Network. Yes, Judith. Game Show Show Network. Network. Game Show Network. Are you having fun with that? I actually love doing it. Right. You know, you've done a lot of TV stuff. But don't you feel bad when the person is... I feel bad when someone gets eliminated, but I look at it like, listen, they had this amazing experience. They've gotten to be on TV. Right. Uh, Lots of people are seeing their work. So I think... Um, just being on the show is a is a, a boon for them, right? Um, so I don't feel as bad when they're leaving. I mean, it's definitely, you know, they do pour their heart and soul into it. Who wouldn't want to win the prize money and, you know, get a chance to? It's like their moment, like to do a Macy's holiday window for someone that does that. Right. It's like their moment to like sing at the Grammys or something. Right, right. It's a big deal. Yeah. Or be like Ms. Golden Globe or Mr. Golden right. Globe. Right. That's going to be Sylvester Stallone's daughters this year. Really? Mm-hmm. That's great for them. I just heard that. That's so fantastic. Well, you have to be a famous person's child to right. be Mr. or Ms. Golden Globe. Um, yeah. I, lo- I want to thank you for being oh, gosh. here. But we ask all our guests. Is our time up already? No. Oh, we can darn. stay here forever. Uh, we ask our, our uh, ask guests two things. Yes. Okay. Number is one this? is... What pisses you off 
the most. Like, it could be anything, but it oh. has to really piss you off. Um, like, get you like a kirrr. You know what? I don't like. I don't like rude people. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like like if you like hold a door open for somebody. Right. And I think this might be more of a New York phenomenon, which right. I hate to say because I am a New Yorker and I've lived here for a long time. And then like the person just walks through like the queen right. of and Sheba and doesn't say fucking thank you. And they don't you. say thank you. And I'm like, I just did you not notice? I, I just held I the do door that. for you. Like when niceties go unnoticed and unthanked, I'm just like, bitch. Right. <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm like. And in my building, hold the fucking elevator for me. Right. I'm going to get my or mail. You know about, I'm getting my mail. How about on planes when like someone tries to scoot by you before you've exited your row? Oh yeah, I know. I'm on a plane all the time. I'm like, also, I'm getting out. Also, right. and not lollygagging. Like, right. let the row in front of you go, and then the next person right. goes. Like, can we please? Or have... what about when they're walking on the plane and they have like 400 things on their back right. and they bump you and right. don't say a fucking thing into the top of your head they right. sometimes don't realize because they have so many things right. in their sherpa pack <laughs> right. right um but that happens so that's Do a real you pet hate, peeve of mine you're for i fly first class a lot but <sighs> because i don't have to what? pay for it shut up i don't fit you're in so the coach fancy. shut up but don't how about how they don't let like this really bothers okay, me they don't me. let people in coach yep put their luggage in the overhead in first class right and sometimes they're empty, and I they think, should fucking I thought let they them. D- I thought they did, like as long as there was room for the first class people. I don't know. I have to. No, I so sit in the back, thirty-three D. You do not shut up. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm. I'm um, I keep you it real. You should do Judy. design a plane. I would love to design the uniforms. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I just saw really good ones. Um, for Qantas, and they do everything like so well. Have I you know. Flown Qantas. No. They're Australian. Qantas. What and about the Japanese one where they all have like costumes? Beautiful... I love it. And they changed it. I w- did the Miss Universe pageant in yeah. Bangkok and I flew on like Japan Airlines yeah. or Korean Airlines or something and they had like four full on costume changes. Now, mind you, it was like a 17 hour right, flight right. over the North Pole. Right. But I was like, wait, wasn't she just dressed like Barbara Eden? Right. And now she has like a sensible business suit on. And then in the morning she had like a kimono and I was like, what is That's going on? That's too much. That's too I much. And it. the pilots don't have to change their outfits. I don't I don't know. I never yeah, saw see? them. I never <laughs> they're, saw they're them. They're naked in the cockpit. Um, the other question we asked, okay. which Allison will hate, uh, but I think I know the answer to okay. this question. Do you? Lutheran. I'm going to say Lutheran. no. I'm going to say no. Are you on any... We ver- we are very into mental health on this. Oh, okay. And uh, we don't feel like drugs are... De- we really are very oh, open I'm, about I'm, mental I'm health. Very... Are you on any antidepressants? No. Say, I knew no. it. Yeah, you but know it's why. it's okay if you were. Yes, because exactly. Because he, he's an equestrian. Like, his, his, right. his antidepressants are horses. Right. right, yeah. And for me, that works really well. Right. Yeah, I love that. Um, oh, I want a horse. I just want to pet him, ride with him, snuggle him. Okay. Right. Yeah, they're super fun. Yeah, so they're great. great. And I need it for my therapy. Um, thank you. I can't. I mean, you're so welcome. I'm excited to see you on, when is it? December Ber- 3rd? At 6th. Or 2nd. No, I think PM. it's December 10th. No, it's December 3rd. Oh, December 3rd. Yes. Are we December gonna, is this going to air before? PM. I don't know if it will, but... No, that's the Muppets, and then that night. Oh yeah, I'm not going to that. I, that I'm December third yeah, yeah, yeah. night. I'm at this uh, True Colors I'm benefit trying, at the Beacon Theater. I'm trying to get tickets for him tonight. For what? For that? The, for the benefit? It's like all her favorite people in the on whole the, world. On the oh, I don't know about anyone you getting can, tickets. You can get tickets, Judith. I know, but 
What? He no, I don't. Me. I'm not trying I'll to. I'll get you get, fucking tickets. Shut okay. up. I'll get whoa, him the tickets. All right. Everyone sorry, calm down. I'm it's sorry. the holidays. It worked. So Everybody, sorry. it worked. I just so had to hint. Um, You are one of my favorite people, oh, even though gosh. you're so mean. I love hanging I love out in hanging P-Town. I love hanging out with you. At the beach. Um, and I'm going to see you at my house. I know. Soon. When are you coming to P-Town? I heard you're, bu- you're booked. I am. How do you know all this I stuff? I know everything. I've every- already booked my trip for next July. Okay, so I'm going to go that week. It's not family week, Oh, right? I think I meant June. <laughs> And no, you're at, I'm, uh, I'm going to be there July. It's the week after Bear Week, whatever oh that is. Oh, my God. Bear Week? My <laughs> house rents like five years in advance. Oh, God. I'm going to roll myself like, in salmon and yeah. get on up there. It's amazing. <laughs> Bear Week. And I tell them to clean the drain out before they leave. <laughs> right. Oh, they must. Yeah. yeah, they're so hairy. Um, so, Carson, are you social media? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, what else is there? That's it. At Carson Cressley on At all of them, right? At Carson Cressley, yeah. At Carson Cressley. I'm on Pinterest. Get his book. You I'm know, on Let J-Date. me tell you something. Nice. Does this book make my butt look big? And then, you know what? I really think it's time this this holiday season right. again for your different and that's super. Oh, thank you. It's, it's a great kid's book. It's a great kid's book. And I thank think you. kids Agreed. are going to need it more than ever now for it's, some reason that we're so not talking too. about. It's perfect and, for every type um, of kid and every type of family. Game Show Network, The Apprentice. You're just hot. I'm, You're hot. I'm busy. You're busy and yeah, I love it. And I, love I will it too. see you at your busy party. Yeah, you will. All right. Th- ladies other busy and people. Thank you so much. Thanks, Judith. Mr. Carson. Awesome. And, and as Hennessy. we always say. Thank you. It was Hennessy, right? Yes. Yeah, thanks. And as we always end the show with. So long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Thank you.